Do you ever catch yourself wishing you didn't have to stay positive? Or maybe you've been working on keeping a positive mindset for years, but it still feels like a daily battle sometimes. Having a chronic illness means you're being told to stay positive all the time. And let's be honest, it's exhausting. Because pushing ourselves to stay positive is not actually positive. There's a much easier way to get a strong, positive mindset and all of the feel-good perks that come with it without the pressure of looking on the bright side. Check out my free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset. In it, I give the straight scoop on strategies that work and common strategies that are a waste of time and energy. Go to andreahansencoaching.com now or use the link in this podcast description and get your free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset, today. You are listening to the Health Mindset Podcast, Episode 11. Welcome to the Health Mindset Podcast, where your mindset gets results. You know you want better health. You know you want to take action. Learn how to stop sabotaging your progress so you can achieve the level of health you've always wanted for your life. Now, here's your host, Master Certified Coach and Author, Andrea Hansen. Welcome. I am so glad to have you here as always. Today we're talking about a question that has gone through my head about a million times, and I'm sure it's gone through yours as well. We're focused on being healthy. We want to lose weight. We want to be vibrant well into our golden years. And if you're like me, you've asked yourself, am I doing enough? How do you know? Is the pace of weight loss slow because I'm not doing the right things? Or is it slow because it's spot on and this is just how my body loses weight? How do you know when to hit it harder and when to stay put with what you're doing right now? We're going to talk about this today because it can be one of the most frustrating questions about weight loss. And the good news is that there's a few things that you can do to know if you're doing enough or not enough or even doing too much. And at the end, I'm going to give you a quick tool that you can practice that will start to give you the answers that you are needing to stay on track with your health. Moving to a new town means getting a new gym. It also means that running outside 12 months out of the year is no longer possible. So my workouts have been turned around completely. I've started taking classes that I've never done before, like group weightlifting classes and Zumba, which of course I've talked about in, I think it was podcast three, when we talked about how to create goals that don't burn you out. And in doing this, I've been asking myself a lot, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough of the right things to keep losing weight and to stay healthy? I constantly ask myself this question. When I'm asking that question in a loving way to check in with myself, it doesn't feel charged. It's a pretty fact-based question. And to answer, I listen intently to my body about what works. What new exercise is good? When do I back off? What will continue to help me lose weight? I've talked to trainers at the gym. I've done a lot of research with myself to come up with that answer or the answer for now, because things are always changing. It's constantly changing, but I'm always getting the final answer from me, from my body. When I ask myself if I'm doing enough from a place of wanting to stay on top of things in a changing environment, it feels like a positive, constructive question, and it's easy to get the positive, constructive answers. 
And that's all great if you know what you're looking for and you know how to listen. But knowing if you're doing enough is hard if you're just starting out. And the biggest problem is that we can think we're doing enough and then doubts start to creep in. And then we wonder, should I listen? Do we give in to those doubts? For a long time, I didn't know what worked to stay healthy. I felt frustrated. I felt confused. And when I asked myself if I was doing enough, it was from fear of what would happen if I didn't do enough. I would rely on other people to tell me what to eat, how to work out and when to work out, how to structure my day. All of the expertise I relied on came from outside of me with maybe a little intuition for myself, but that would get quickly overridden by the experts if what I thought differed from what they said. I was scared to trust myself and to trust that I knew what I needed, right? Who was I to know? I I would ask that all the time. Who am I to know? I'm not alone in this. Lots of people get caught up in what other people say, especially when those other people are experts in health or whatever it is. When we rely on outside opinions without really knowing for ourselves what, ourselves what works or not, we can get confused and frustrated. It's like, it's like being a passenger in a car and not knowing where you're going because the driver has the wheel and the map. <laughs> you don't know if you're on the right path. You don't know if you're going fast enough or if you're going on unnecessary detours or if you're even going to reach the end at all. We do the same thing with our bodies. We don't know if we're going fast enough or if it's the right pace, and some of us doubt if we'll even reach that goal. I want to talk about this confusion and the questions that often come with it, which is, am I doing enough? A super important part of health, the health mindset is being clear on not only what you want, but also listening to your internal guidance to get there. We can spend a lot of time wondering if we're doing the right things to stay healthy or if we're wasting time with the exact wrong things that are slowing us down or wondering if just that little dessert that we had the other day, did that completely take us off our path or is that okay to have, right? There's a lot of questions and sometimes it's hard to tell the answers, especially when there are so many people out there telling us what we have to do to lose weight and to be healthy and to cure a disease. It's super frustrating, and I've spent a lot of time wondering myself for weight loss, definitely, but also when looking at being healthy and healing my body from MS. I've spent many sleepless nights wondering if I'm hurting my chances of a healthy life with MS because I'm eating cheese or like tortilla chips. Today, I want to talk about a few things that cause this confusion about being or getting on the right path for you and how to stop that confusion. The very first thing you want to know is why you're asking this question. Asking if we're doing enough can be a really helpful way to just check in with ourselves. It's not a bad question, but we can also use that question as a way to stay in fear, to stay confused and to stay stuck. You can tell you're doing that by knowing why you're asking the question, and seeing how you feel when you ask yourself. If we're simply checking in with ourselves, it's a collection of data. There's no emotional charge to it. We can make an unbiased judgment of what we think and what we'd like to try. It's a much more specific question. It's not the you know, umbrella of enough, which really has no 
no definition, right? Enough is kind of a rabbit hole in, in itself. But when we're doing it and we're asking ourselves in a constructive way, it gets more focused, right? You get more focused answers like, you know what, let's, am I doing enough as far as cutting out dairy? Maybe I should eat less dairy and see how it goes, right? That's going to come really quickly to you. When we're asking out of fear, it's a very different story. You stay in that very nebulous space of enough, which again, has no definition. When I say fear, I mean, we have this fear that we're never going to lose weight. We have this fear that we're hurting ourselves without knowing it, or fear that we're going to be stuck there. There's a lot of fear-based reasons why we ask if we're doing enough. Often, it's because if we're not doing enough, we think all of these bad results are going to happen that we don't want to happen. When we're asking this because we're afraid of what's going to happen if we're not doing enough, we can freeze. We don't know which way to go. We don't know which is the right answer, and it feels yucky, and it feels stuck. When we're asking this question from fear, we can either heap on the restrictions because we surely, you know, we think surely that's going to work, right? When we ask that thing from that question from fear, all of a sudden it's cutting out these four major food groups. (laughs) We can beat ourselves up about not doing enough. We can get really, really hard on ourselves. We can look for evidence that's not very fair, right? I didn't lose five pounds last week, so I must be wrong. I must not be doing enough. We can get very, very frustrated and we, it can make us quit. All sorts of things can happen when we're asking this question from fear, none of which is clarity and trust in what to do next. When we're sure that we're asking this question in a loving, informational way, then there's three easy steps for you to take in order to answer it. The first step, ask the question to yourself, like really ask it. Right? To do this, you need to get in a quiet place. You really need to focus on this. It helps me to sit comfortably. I don't have to sit on the floor, you know, in lotus position, but sit comfortably on your bed or in your chair. I close my eyes and I just take a couple of really deep breaths. And it's it's really very meditative. It is a meditation of sorts. And I know I'm all about using tools that you can do like anytime, anywhere, but this is more serious right? Get serious. You're starting a dialogue with your authentic voice. So this is a time to sit and be still. So relax your body. Make sure your muscles from the top of your head to your toes are all relaxed. Breathe deeply, breathe consciously, and then ask, am I doing enough? And even ask more specific questions. Those are better questions. Am I eating enough? Am I uh, cutting out bread enough? Anything like that. Am I exercising? Do I need to exercise more? All of those are good questions. Step two, after asking your question, wait and listen. Your answer may be in words and it may be from your authentic self, but your answer may also be from your body. This answer is sacred when you get an answer and you really start that discussion with your body, but it's not going to be in words because our bodies can't talk. (laughs) It's our brain that talks. So if you have an answer from your body, it's going to come in pictures or in sound or colors, something more visual. Step three can be the toughest step. It's the one that I see most people um, stumbling on. Step three is trusting your answer. 
this may be totally strange. (laughs) This may be something that you've never done before. And your answer might feel like it's out of left field. If you're like me, when I first started doing this, you'll question if it was a real answer or not. Like, is that real? Is my brain playing tricks on me? What's, you know, what's going on? It may come really quickly. You may not be sure if it's real or it may not come at all. And you'll need to need to do this a couple of times before you start to heal it. This trust can be difficult because you may have never relied on yourself to answer this question before, like truly answer it. And if you've been saying, I don't know what I need to do and relying on other people to tell you what to do without really checking in with yourself, this step can be hard because it's like learning a new language. It's like trusting a new source that you're not sure has the right advice. Only this time the source is you. So just give it a whirl. Just try it and get to the point where you get a communication back with this question and then try it out and see what it says. When you're connecting with yourself on a much deeper level, you're connecting with two things, your body and what's called your essential self. Your body is telling you what it needs, right? Our bodies communicate to us all the time, actually. This is not weird, right? Usually if you're not really tuned in to your body, you're not gonna hear it until it's loud, right? You're not gonna gonna notice until you feel pain or fatigue or you're sick or you have weight gain or weight loss. That's another way our bodies communicate with us. But our bodies also communicate on a much more detailed level. You don't have to wait for the pain and the weight gain before your body tells you something's going on. You just have to listen a little bit more intently. The second thing you're connecting with is your essential self. And your essential self is that higher level thinking that occurs. Eckhart Tolle calls it the watcher, the the observer. It's that part of you that's on a higher level than the thousands of thoughts that just run through your head every single day. It's higher than your ego which is concerned with your survival and what other people think of you. Your essential self is a beautiful, truthful part of you that connects you with that spirit. It's a whole new level that's uncovered when you connect with that essential part of yourself. And this is an exercise that's going to help you start to get there. So I'll for sure be talking more about this essential self that we all have. It's what manages our thoughts, which is key when you're developing that health mindset. And it's a really knowledgeable source that you can rely on. And it helps build that trust and that autonomy that you want when it comes to your health. Here's the bottom line. Having a deep connection with yourself is crucial. It's the map that tells you if you're on the right path. That connection is the only way to know what's working for you and what's not. And like any deep, meaningful relationship, this connection takes time to cultivate. But the connection is so worth it. So take it slow. Be honest with yourself and gentle with your trust. This is the most important relationship that you will ever have. Most of us have started out with a very unpleasant relationship at best with ourselves and especially with our body. Right? We lie about what we'll do. We break promises all the time. We marginalize the importance of health. We get mad at ourselves. Right? We chastise ourselves. We become ashamed of our body or even feel betrayed by it sometimes. So we don't create that bond, not the one that involves the trust that we need. We all 
have a stripped down authentic self that knows exactly what we want in that moment. Now, it doesn't mean that answer is not going to change. In fact, it probably will. But in the moment, when we're present with ourselves, there is an answer to, am I doing enough? Remember, you are constantly creating your health and you're not alone in it. You have help and assistance in manifesting that health, but you need to listen to what it says. So be still, be aware, be loving, and trust what bubbles up. Sometimes the answer is going to be, no, you're not doing enough. Go to the gym more. And for, you know, for me, one time when I got really quiet and started listening, I saw green and vegetables, pictures of vegetables and all sorts of stuff. And the answer was eat more vegetables. And you know what? I wasn't eating enough. And I started drinking green smoothies. And that was amazing. Most recently, my answers have been be consistent. Stay here. You know, keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Your answer might be, yeah, you're doing enough. The first step is to ask. And the second step is to listen. Listen to what happens, what comes up, what you see, what you hear. The third step is to trust. Know which step you need to work on and start there. If you're not finding the time and you keep forgetting, put a reminder on your calendar. Make a conscious effort to, just for a couple of minutes, sit quietly and ask yourself, am I doing enough? And if you are having trouble listening, if it's hard for you to decipher an answer, keep at it. Because remember, it might not happen at first. It might take a little time. So keep asking and practice listening. And if you're pretty sure that you have an answer, but you're just not trusting it, you think it's ridiculous, you think it's different than what experts are telling you, or you don't know if it's a real answer, try it out. See if it's something that works for you. I didn't really know if more vegetables was the right answer for me, but I tried it. And I got to tell you, I felt a lot better. Practice trusting the answers that you do get because they will get more and more clear. And then you're going to start looking forward to when those answers are yes, thank you. You are doing enough. I'm about to give you this week's action, but first, Do you need help figuring out what step you're getting hung up on and you want to learn how to fix it? To get more resources to help you know how to tap into your own awareness to know if you're doing enough, go to the show notes at andreahansencoaching.com slash HMP011. A big part of knowing if you're doing enough is to get out of confusion, Confusion is an indulgent feeling and the main culprit that keeps us from listening to our body and to our intuition. Confusion also keeps us from trusting our body and whether or not we hear it or not. Confusion keeps us stuck. It gives us a great excuse not to take action. Confusion isn't an outside force. It's not something outside of you that is just keeping you there. It's something that's very much in our control. But confusion can be a result of a habit, one that seems very little and very innocent. That habit is telling ourselves, I don't know. Am I doing enough? I don't know. Am I eating enough vegetables? I don't know. Am I lifting enough weights? I don't know. 
What do I want for dinner? I don't know. (laughs) It's an easy answer that lets us off the hook. It takes the responsibility away from us and it forces us to to defer to what other people think, which is fine if you don't care about ordering Chinese or Italian. (laughs) Totally cool. But when you want to take control of your health, it's a killer and it keeps our internal voice from getting through. Forget trusting what your intuition says, right? Believing I don't know stops us from listening or even asking. You may be thinking, but I really don't know. (laughs) How can I know, right? This person says one thing and someone else says something completely different. I'm not seeing the, the scale move, so something must be wrong. How should I know? I don't know. There's an easy way to get out of this confusion. And I want you to try it this week. When you ask yourself a question, any question, literally, it could be about dinner or like what type of beans you want. It doesn't matter what the question is. Don't take I don't know for an answer. Go with your first guess. Go with the answer that just pops out of your mouth. Or if you truly don't know, just say, let me think about it and go through the steps that we talked about earlier, but come up with an answer. Practice getting out of the habit of saying, I don't know, and deferring the responsibility. Even, you know, if the question is tiny, right? Even if you don't know what movie to see, pick one, pick a lane. (laughs) This week, we are picking a lane. You are making yourself answer with something. And you'll watch how much easier it is to know what you think. Each time you make yourself answer, you're practicing having an answer, which is exactly what you need to get out of confusion. When you're confused, you don't have an answer. You don't know what your answer is. Practice having that answer. Then you can start to look at whether that answer is from your body, from your essential self, and you can start working on trusting it. But it all starts with getting out of confusion and getting out of that habit of saying, I don't know. Do you feel like you're doing enough but not getting the results that you want? Let me know. Send me the questions that you have about where you're getting stuck. Let's talk about this and get you out of that frustration. You can always reach me at contact at andreahansoncoaching.com. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more good stuff on how you can stop striving and start achieving your healthy, beautiful life. Until next time, take care.